0: Hello, this is Annabelle from Vale, and you are listening to Metal On Loud.
1: There we go. Thank you both very much for joining the podcast.
2: Well, thanks for having us.
0: Thank you, good sir.
1: How are things in your world?
0: A bit static at the moment, uh, (laughs) with everything that's going on in the world. Uh, As I was saying briefly, I was actually going to come to the Netherlands to work on the Veil stuff, Mm -hmm. Uh, but you're now in lockdown, so that didn't go to plan.
1: Yeah, I think uh, a lot of plans are being ruined right now for a lot of people, but um
2: yeah, are uh, continuing to be ruined. I mean it's two years of ruined plans now. Um with not a not really any end in sight. Um apart from maybe there's some common sense prevailing and governments are starting to gradually come around and, and mainstream media is gradually starting to come around to the fact that this is just not viable that society can't function like this. Um and the government can't stop people dying people die. It sucks. But that's, you know, that's life. And there's, ultimately, it's something I think we just have to learn to live with, like we do with with influenza and everything else. You know, this is not possible because people's mental health, people's businesses, people's livelihoods are, are being destroyed. Mm-hmm. And, ha- you know, they can't go on too much longer. So hopefully, we're going to start to see the end of the the worst of it this year, at least. But, you know, who knows? Yeah.
1: I almost thought you were going to say the end of the world, but.
2: Uh... Yeah, well, that never <laughs> comes first, I guess.
1: Yeah. So uh, you're working on Newville stuff, did I hear you say that?
0: Yeah, we are currently uh, working on the next chapter. Um, so we're conceiving things as sort of this very much still in this storytelling vibe where. Um, we release things in, in sort of chapters of sort of a, a book, each one with its own sort of theme. And I mean, it sounds great and it also saves on a lot of money because albums are really expensive to make. <laughs> so yeah. it's, on, it's on brand and um, it means that we can sort of release um, as and when. Uh, yeah, the next chapter, we've solidified the theme. Uh, the demos are in place at the moment. I'm currently writing lyrics and experimenting. Uh, yeah there's,
2: there's a lot of work to do still musically it's always evolving but um it's it, the way we do things is a little bit experimental actually it's in terms of uh the way we release stuff it's it, we're seeing how it how it works because I think that, that what we always had in mind was we wanted to see if it were possible to make it work without doing it in the conventional album way um and I think maybe down the line we might release compiled versions of the individual parts that we're releasing into something more collective but i guess yeah we want to see if it's possible to to have a band that doesn't release albums in the in the conventional sense and whether that even matters in the modern day uh, mm-hmm. because everything's streamed anyway maybe it doesn't matter you know so it's it's kind of an experiment in that in that sense
1: i think the, the whole concept of uh, an album uh, although it's something from the past uh, many fans uh, are really uh, keen on it uh, since they have something physical to hold yeah. in their hands and yeah, that's
2: true and that, absolutely and that's i think why we we are also looking at the possibility of compiling the, the parts later mm-hmm. in a in a different way with with additional material so that there's two versions of everything you know there's the sort of individual chapters and then there's the compiled version where we try to tie it together in a sort of longer format so um, yeah I think I think in that case it needs to be with the eye towards things like vinyls and things that are things you know not uh, physical physical things that you can hold and then it gives us an excuse to go a little bit more into the artwork and the presentation and so on so, but that's this- that's a way yeah. off yeah
1: I did speak with another band that um, uh, did something similar, and they uh, released, uh, I think, four EPs. It was, mm-hmm. and uh, at the end they collected those into an album.
2: Yeah, I think probably I, I think we we talked about that in the early days um, that that might be the way that we do it. But I think if we do that, we also have some ideas that we want to tie them together with additional material that isn't on the mm-hmm. EPs to make it worthwhile, you know, and to and to make it more of a I got I don't know how how would you describe it? I suppose like a sort of narrative journey through the through the through the parts. Yeah, I think that's probably where we'll end up going. But first we have to, to get initial things done. So, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. When it comes to uh storytelling, where's your mind at right now? Do you have a, a certain vibe you're going for or
0: Yeah, for this one we do. I think are we settled on it, Charles? <laughs> are we settled on
2: it? Yeah, we have we have a sort of vague concept that we want to tell. Like we did with the first, the first one was a. What was the theme of what was the actual tying theme of the first one? It was it was basically sort of ghost stories. Yeah, three ghost stories. Yeah, three three very different but tied together ghost stories. And this one, we had the idea that there will always be that element to it. It's always going to be some sort of horror, um, and. This one, we, yeah, we kind of landed around the idea that we wanted the three stories to have some sort of elemental um, concept behind them, like earth, fire, water, but it would still be in the vein of ghost of stories, but somehow related to those, to those uh, elements.
1: You could say that uh, a song is not uh, your typical regular kind of song. Um, what yeah. do you make it to turn it into a song? What makes it special?
2: Um, we're, it, it's hard to say really because we've only done it once so far we did one <laughs> cycle with three songs and in that case what we did was it was sort of a roughly finished format and then um in, in like structures but sort of skeletal structures of songs and then uh, annabelle took them and and started to play around with vocal ideas and and then it, and then it starts to open out so the idea really i suppose is to form songs that are nowhere near to finished first but Mm -hmm. but have some structural basis and then just start to layer and add ideas and let the process be quite creative it's it's not it's not your typical thing of you know everyone gets together jams some riffs and you know makes a rock song it's it's something totally different from that it's much more it's much more of a yeah, like a storytelling thing. It's something that we can just have fun with because there's no expectation behind it yet. So we're still in very much that place where we can just be we can just be as sort of pretentious as we want to be, you know. And there's no there's no rule book yet. But I'm sure once we get to the point that we've got a, a catalogue of songs, then it's going to become much more difficult because then there'll be this expectation. Like with every band, that, you know, once you've Once you land on a sound, then people expect that sound. And if you do anything different, then they get annoyed with you or, you know, and it becomes complicated. So at the moment, we're in a nice place where there is no real there is no real process on paper. It's whatever works and however it works.
0: Yeah. And I follow that with the vocals. So for me, everything is in character and following this story. It's sort of like the romantic era of program music where you be you go to a concert and you be given a pamphlet with a story Mm. and then the orchestra will play according to the story you have in front of you. So for me, I follow that. I let everything be um, led by the lyrics and the character like a house in dust is all based on a woman in black, the woman in black and that character. So vocally, I don't even I don't know where it's going to go or what's going to come out. it's quite method. Um, <laughs> and yeah. when I was demoing it, I did it in my best friend's um, garage, and um, just literally just going hysterical in her <laughs> poor girl in in, yeah. her, in her garage. And one point, yeah, I know. I'm surprised no one's ever called the police on <laughs> the sort <laughs> of things I get up to. Uh, <laughs> yeah, very theatrical.
2: Yeah, that was always the, the thing that we, we wanted it to be something that was just a bit, a bit different and had that theatrical element to it. Uh, we always wanted it to be something. I, I don't. When I say we wanted it to be more than a band, I don't mean that in a sort of a, an arrogant or pretentious way. I don't mean we wanted to elevate ourselves or something. I just mean that we always wanted to do something that was just slightly outside of the realms of what you would normally do, uh, you know, just sort of <coughs> writing songs. And play. we wanted it to be something that just edged slightly towards Yeah, like Annabelle said, like program music, something that had a slight storytelling theatrical edge to it. Um, And it's a really that's a really fine lines walk because it's so easy to spill over from genuinely interesting and different into just completely pretentious and laughable. And it's a really, really, uh, you know, not of course, people always disagree on the the point where you overstep that mark. Mm -hmm. And so. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be a criticism that gets leveled at us a lot. I'm sure as time goes on that, you know, that people just, we took it too far, uh, but, but, but some people will like it, I hope, and I hope that we know when we take it too far, for ourselves at least.
1: I really enjoyed uh, uh, the atmospheric quality uh, of the music uh, on the first release, and it, uh, it sounded to me like a mixture between uh, a soundtrack to a mm-hmm. horror movie or something, mm-hmm. and uh, like a uh, musical role playing.
2: I think that I think you nailed it. I think that's exactly where we landed, and I think that's where we were aiming as well. So so great to hear.
0: Yeah, that's great to. And as you're saying, Charles, there's the line there between you don't want it to become pantomime.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> so it's good that uh, you didn't say the word pantomime. That's
1: <laughs> In what way would you say that um, the film project is different from your other musical jobs, uh, like for Annabelle, the, uh, the Cradle of Hill stuff, and for you, Charles, your, um, what was it again? Mayhem?
2: Yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's completely different because it, uh, like, the main thing is what I said earlier is that there's no expectation yet. So it's, it's, uh, it's purely a creative outlet. And that's really nice, you know, it's sort of refreshing. I think it's important for everyone to have something that's purely creative yeah. and doesn't have any, you know, you're not using it to pay your bills or anything like that, because then it always, this extra pressure comes into the mix. But yeah. it's just, it's just completely different because it's different people and different mm-hmm. musicians and, uh, and it's a wildly different goal, I suppose, that we yeah. have with it.
0: Most importantly, it's ours
2: yeah uh,
0: of course obviously yeah. the, these the bands that we work in our jobs they're not our bands. Uh, like Cr- cradle is danny phil's band he owns it it's his so yeah this, and
2: mayhem it, is just such a, a an established <laughs> thing i mean we we, yeah. we are a band we, we do we are sort of individual members and stuff but it's uh it's been around for 35 or well, more than 35 years so of course it's it's very very established it's not like we can suddenly do <laughs> something wildly different with that there's a there's definitely a
0: and he's gone. Oh, dear. <laughs> uh, oh, well. Uh, Maybe yeah, I, I get what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. it's like, this is See, this is turning into an actual horror film now. We're dropping out one by one.
1: He did with uh, <laughs> a screenshot.
0: very
1: horror <laughs> screenshot.
0: There you go. It's all on brand. This is all deliberate. <laughs> yeah, I understand I understand what he's saying. It's it's very much the same for me because yeah, this is ours, a total creative expression. I get because in the bands we're in, we have sort of roles to play. We you know, we have a sound we have to fit and it's sort of like a job brief. Well it is a job brief that you have to mm-hmm. fill, whereas Vale is just complete just whatever we want to do and total artistic expression, which for me is so important because I mm-hmm. can do Of weird bendy stuff with my voice and I love experimenting with that and to have this creative space to do that in is just, well, like Charles said, I think everyone needs that. He's back, I see. (laughs) (laughs) With mood lighting. With
1: mood lighting and a halo. Ooh.
0: Look at that. (laughs) This is all on brand. I love it.
1: I think he's doing it on person-
0: purpose. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Look at it, one for theatrics. Hey, <laughs> Only, well, we said it's theatrical and uh, here you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting oh, all well. the theatrics.
1: <laughs> when it comes to this music, um, have you played uh, live shows with it yet?
0: No, this um, it was in the cards. Uh, well, we need a full set first. but mm-hmm. these lockdowns have obviously stopped uh, because Charles is in the Netherlands and I'm in the UK so that's uh, one sort of barrier and the world has not yet allowed us to um, be able to play live but we definitely want we want to Uh, that's the aim is to literally take the show on the road
1: I love that line the world has not yet allowed us that's, yeah. Uh, that's a lyric.
0: <laughs> yeah. You, you can use it for your poetry. There you go. Right. <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: I'll let you have that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the reason I ask is because uh, this music is so layered. Uh, I wonder uh, uh, how it would be to play this stuff live.
0: Yeah, we've wondered the same. <laughs> um, <laughs> especially with the sort of vocals, because a lot of it, I, like, as you've heard, is a lot of soundscape. So. And it's layered upon, layered upon, layered upon of just of me making weird noises. Um, I've tried to sort of have like a lead line uh, that I'd follow. Um, But I guess the bonus there is also I can just do whatever I want a bit. Um, And (laughs) each show won't be the same, but yeah, that's definitely something for us to figure out. I think the nature of it, it's going to have to be in ears and clicks because there's so much going on. Mm -hmm. Um, But that's just the, the nature of it.
1: Yeah. I think you cannot do this without uh, either pre recorded stuff or uh, layering stuff with uh, what's it called? The, the tech thing, a repeater or something?
0: Yeah, that the click. Yeah. I mean, most bands, I mean, you'd be surprised how many. Most bands do. Most, most things now live are layered massively, like orchestral stuff and. Um, Mostly because they have to be, because you can't play everything at once. But also that's the sort of expectation now. People want that big live full sound and they have an expectation to what that sounds like. So it becomes a necessary evil.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, what technology is- uh, uh, does bring its, uh, its pros as well. as.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, we wouldn't be able to do this. We wouldn't be able to make all the Veil songs without this, but at the same time, uh Technology moves a lot faster than we do, and we're uh, <laughs> our brains have not yet caught up to the modern world. Unfortunately,
1: there are also some uh, some evil sites like AutoTune. But <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Charles just messaged me. The power just went out on my street. Ah. Please give my apologies. Oh, that's exciting.
1: <laughs> it sounds very horror.
0: It's the end of the world. See, we were talking about it. You said it was the end of the world, and uh, here we are. I think was listening. <laughs> How dramatic! I love it. I'm going to. I'm typing that to him now. How dramatic! <laughs> Sorry about that.
1: Uh, let him Check uh, his freezer.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good shout. I better message him quick. Check the freezer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Um, when it comes to the music of Veil, um, mm. what are things that Veil will never be and what are things that you definitely want in the future for Veil?
0: I mean, I sincerely hope it never turns into a pantomime, that it never turns yeah. into something that's that's laughable and cheesy. I mean, you, d- you don't want to take yourself seriously mm. because that's often how people become ourselves. <laughs> And uh, there is an element in art that is just, you know, play and exploration. So I I don't want it to end up to the point where it's just uh, doing it for doing its sake. I hope it doesn't end up being cheesy or predictable or repetitive. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm hoping that each one will be as individual as like a program, as a a story. I really hope, which we all really hope, we're wanting this to be a a live experience. But like what Charles was saying is more than a band um, in terms of a almost um, mix between theatre and music, like a a theatre concert sort of uh, like installation sort of set up with, um, you know, dancers and all sorts of stuff happening. Um, really abstract, um, almost like really avant-garde theater. Uh, it sounds so pretentious, and obviously, uh, this is this may never happen. Way off, because uh, you know these things require a lot of money. <laughs> and, um, but we're hoping to move in that direction into that sort of um, arts artsy sphere. Mm-hmm. I just sound like an ass saying that, but <laughs> that's the sort of one of the the goals at the moment is to. Because we don't want, really want us to be a metal band. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we have the ties in that world and obviously we're working within that realm. We want it to be more than that. We want it to just not be as, as in that world of um, extreme music.
1: Mm-hmm. I do expect that uh, if you go for such a route uh, with uh, the live show that you are aiming for like uh, a, a high quality horror production rather than uh, a gore show.
0: Yeah, see all these things cost a lot of money, so we're we just going right. to get uh, really rich and famous and <coughs> 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 they will be sorted. Oh um, well,
1: you, uh, <coughs> if you look at uh, horror productions like uh, Evil Dead for instance, uh, the first mm-hmm. ones, they're really low budget but they're really good.
0: Yeah, there's something about that that makes it more frightening. <laughs> and that was definitely something that uh, Charles was really adamant on, was to have everything to sound really organic, like. Um, it's in the same room as you, mm-hmm. um, the music that's happening. Um so my vocals, believe it or not, are not overly edited, um, which is quite frightening for me. <laughs> but, um, Yes, and maybe we'll just record it on a, on a potato, like the old school black metal days. Maybe that would I- increase our quality instead of the other way around. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Good idea.
1: Uh, but uh, I can say that I'm really looking forward to uh, your next chapters and uh, what will become of Hill, because uh, the uh, the first steps you already made, I love them. They're amazing.
0: Oh, thank you, and. I and I hope you don't just have to say that because you're on camera. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, that's, uh, I'll that's my I'll make sure true to opinion. send you
0: a copy. Um, I'd
1: love that. Yeah. yeah, give me
0: message me your details and I'll send you a signed copy from all of us.
1: I really appreciate that. That's, uh, that's awesome.
0: No worries. I mean, it's the least I can do.
1: So uh, do you have any last words for your fans mm-hmm. out there, uh, our viewers, listeners in this case? <laughs>
0: I'm going to just say the wonderful Veil tagline here, which is, stay haunted.
1: I love that one, that's, uh, that's an awesome tagline.
0: Yeah, Frank <laughs> made that up, I love it, I was like, oh, it's so simple, but so perfect.
1: These ones <laughs> are uh, simple, that's, yeah, that's very true.
0: True, and that's what makes it so hard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you very much uh, for coming on, and um, uh, I'm really looking forward to the The next chapter.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you for your time. It's good to see you again.
1: Same here.
0: Same. Good to to listen to you. (laughs) (laughs) Metal on loud. Metal on loud.